Ha! So you thought we forgot about dairy? Us, Punjabis? Did you know that the state of Punjab has the highest consumption of dairy as compared to the rest of the states in India? Well, that's us. We love our Dodh Malai. But that's not all that comes from dairy. Let's milk this topic further, shall we? So, all right, let's take a deep dive and into but is it wonderful was it wonderful for you always what's what's your thing with uh, what's your relationship with milk kanika hi sakshi <laughs> so, i knew hi. yeah i knew you couldn't help yourself right so you had to <laughs> break into a little yeah well that does yeah. bring back a lot of memories that jingle and uh, my relationship with milk was good we were friendly pals we we didn't have issues <laughs> growing up okay how about you did you have issues yes i had issues okay <laughs> so you didn't like drinking milk i like drinking milk in summers okay but not so much in winters so hot milk with sugar hmm i did not like hmm and hot milk with bonvita was okay hmm but uh, cold milk with ruabza was not okay let me just clarify that as well for 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 summer season whenever milk was too sweet it wasn't nice and then it was only later as an adult that i was now i'm okay with milk i must yeah establish that that i am not it's not an enemy <laughs> it's fine i i like milk now but i like it a certain way i like it without sugar mm-hmm. uh but i did work my way around uh you know that that daily daily two glasses or daily one glass of milk i have uh, poured it down gamla <laughs> but who hasn't i i think i can think of a couple of people who've done that including my brother have you done that no i haven't <laughs> not me did you tell your parents that your brother did that Uh no I think I I remember this one time we were visiting my cousins and uh, they were posted in Bikaner also an army family and uh, both my cousin and my brother went out into the driveway and they found gamblas and they both poured it I'm like what are you guys doing why are you doing this my like, mama will find out I didn't say I didn't uh, go and spill the beans but they did that yeah <laughs> I don't think my brother even knew when I've done that. Oh. Yeah, I just I I went to the rooftop and then there was the sad gamla which seemed dry and I thought no one would notice and I just poured it down. So <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people yeah have done that. But but it was later I think in my teen years that I started mixing a little bit of coffee which was regulated. <laughs> by my parents in my bonvita milk something uh-huh. that i did in my 20s as well so i i did start liking it because it added a sort of bitterness to my bonvita wala doodh right and it was less uh, it was you know it was less sweet i could control i did not add any sugar it was only bonvita and coffee so that, like that yeah yeah i like that i like bonvita and that actually is uh, so when i was living in delhi as a college student and i would go back home my parents would stock bonvita knowing that i'm coming back <laughs> because obviously oh you know uh, once my brother had also left it was just them so they didn't need bonvita but i loved it so much that i like you even in my 20s i was drinking bonvita wala doodh <laughs> i still have bonvita i'm in my oh, 30s <laughs> i don't have it but anymore i don't drink it my husband drinks it acha acha sometimes Huh, nee, I had it when I moved to the US. I bought it a couple of times and I did have it, but eventually I stopped. Mm. I think it was just the sweetness of it. I didn't need that much sugar anymore. So I kind of stopped. But this is interesting. So it's the reverse for me. I uh, did not like milk with just chini. My milk had to have bone vita. I like it like that. Mm-hmm. And garam doodh with chini is fine. uh but i you know i our mom used to come and i have this really nice memory of waking up early in the winters and she would the first thing she would come and give us were glasses of milk hot glasses of milk and then in the evening also we had to have a second glass of milk so mm, yeah same. the morning thing was always a hot glass of milk with sugar or if there was bonvita then bonvita 
and that I didn't mind. But I still have a little hesitation in drinking unflavored milk, just milk by itself. Unless I'm, okay. you know, feeling like I have some acidity or something that I need to just cool my system down, then I might take a swig or two of just cold milk. But I usually mm-hmm. have it in chai, have it in coffee. It's still mixed with something. Mm, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't always do that. Like, uh, I would also have cold milk on its own if I need to calm my system down and all that. Otherwise, no, not really. But uh, I have to mention that summertime, like I have established before, my father used to love uh, kitchen appliances. Yeah. So summer, come summers, my dad would make milkshakes. Mm. So he would make mango shake, banana mm. shake, mm. and sometimes coffee shake. Hmm. or lassi so but we'll come to that yeah yeah and did you guys also did you as kids also make these shakes like did the you know responsibility eventually switch over to any of you or no not really it was his domain so when we were going to school we would leave at like quarter to eight or eight uh, and that time it was only hot milk Hmm. most of the times hot milk or cold milk depending on the season and mujhe, I was just struggling with it all the time. And I told myself, And that is what I hated. So I used to have it that way. When we stopped going to school, that is when my dad had the time to actually, before we went to college, before we left for our, you know, respective colleges or whatever, he would just stand in the kitchen and make those shakes and all that but that was summer season and you know in summers most people get up wake up early and you have so much time and all that so that is when it happened so not every time it didn't happen like right from the beginning right 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 yeah i mean i mean just generally like we would make it you know shampoo say everybody wants to have mango shake so the kids go and make it like if you want to have it you go make it kind of a deal that was the deal in our house <laughs> once you learned how to handle appliances now it's up to you to get things done <laughs> so go do it i don't know if i've shared this with you but my uh, my brother mm-hmm. once we've shot a video with our digital camera mm-hmm. and it was called cooking with goga and he is he puts on a weird accent of a very south hall punjabi uh, English accent. I don't know if I'm describing that correctly, but he did this entire thing where he's like talking about the mango. And I think as as kids, all of us wanted to have a cooking show, didn't we? So yeah. that's what happened. So I'm 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 holding the camera, and he's in his panyan. It's summertime in the night, and we're making uh, sinduri mango ka mango shake for some reason <laughs> because that is what what was in season and was what what was in the in our fridge. Right. So it was hilarious. I don't know. For us, it was hilarious. I don't know. People will just think we are weird. <laughs> no, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Hmm. Acha. So what was your other question? I know you were trying to go back to some question before I side-railed you to talking about milkshakes. Uh, I was asking whether it was always wonderful. Oh, milk. Did you always? Yeah. Yeah, for me, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm quite a milk baby. I love milk. <laughs> yeah, I could I could drink milk any time of the day, provided ki usme kuch hai. Uh, not plain milk, mm. chini ya kuch dal ke. I can drink milk anytime. Good. That's good. Are you a good child? Yeah, no, so... <laughs> so I, what about now? Huh, yeah, go on. Huh, so just one more anecdote, also from college. So there was a friend of mine and I used to go to their house pretty frequently uh, when I was an undergrad. And her mom would be so happy because I would say, oh, can I just get a nice glass of milk with like, if you have Bon Vita or, you know, coffee and chini or whatever, just something. She's like, oh, wow, you love milk? I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she would be very happy. Ki auntie would be very happy. Um, yeah, I drink, I do drink milk, but now things have changed. So I uh, don't drink glasses of milk anymore. Uh, I drink it in my tea. I'm If I make like coffee, then I end up drinking more milk because I like a milky coffee. I don't like a very dark, uh, watery coffee. And uh, I'll make milkshakes once in a while. Like well, now when the mango season begins, I'll, I'll make a few, you know, I'll make mango shake. And, uh, mm. and then... Thandai is the new thing because 
I think you yeah. and both of us have been having tandoori. So I put a yes. little bit of milk in like, that. Oh yeah. Do you mix it? Do you mix water and milk for tandoori? Yeah, I do half and half. Uh, most of the time. Sometimes I even just mm. drink it with water, but generally I do half and half. So half milk, half water. Not all milk. Same here. Huh. I also do that. I also mix like half water and half milk. Hmm. And like I was telling you earlier this week, I was telling Kanika that isi bahane me doot piriyo because I usually don't drink milk anymore, uh, hmm. except for a chocolate milk, uh, like a hot chocolate sort of a thing date at night after dinner sometimes. But that's also very rare for us. Hmm. But uh, yeah, in the morning after my yoga, I'm having thandai. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Actually, so yeah. milk, you know, no matter what your relationship with milk, I think every household in India has that story that the day starts with milk. Whether it's you hmm. getting a glass of milk, you know, your mother giving it to you, or the dood wala knocking at the door. Uski wait ho rahi hoti hai ki dood nahi aaya abhi tak. चाय कैसे hmm. बनेगी या जो भी कुछ होना है उस दिन के काम कैसे होंगे <laughs> क्योंकि दूध नहीं आया राइट सो हु ब्रॉट मिल्क टू योर हाउस वी हैव नेवर हैड पैकेट वाला मिल्क इन माय पेरेंट्स हाउस दे हैव ऑलवेज हैड अ ग्वाला कमिंग आई डोंट रिमेंबर व्हाट द पर्सनस नेम वाज द वन हु केम बिफोर जितेंद्र जितेंद्र इज आवर दूध वाला राइट नाउ सिंस द पास्ट आई थिंक 15 20 इयर्स इफ आई कैन रिमेंबर ओके एंड जितेंद्र को डांट भी पड़ती है मम्मी से एंड मम्मी सेड के जितेंद्र दूध ठीक नहीं आ रहा है ये मतलब क्या हो रहा है एंड देन ही वुड जस्ट से माय भैंस इज लाइक सो इट्स भैंस का दूध या सो माय पेरेंट्स इन माय पेरेंट्स हाउस इट्स भैंस का दूध अ लॉट ऑफ टाइम आई थिंक द पैकेट मिल्क वाज काउस मिल्क राइट और और मिक्स ऑफ बोथ फ्रॉम इन आवर इन आवर एरिया आई एम फ्रॉम दिल्ली एनसीआर एंड वी हैड मदर डेयरी एज़ वेल एज़ अमूल I think Amul now sells a separate cow milk, and that's pretty good. My my in-laws have that. Mm-hmm. But why I mentioned packet wala dud is because it distinctly was uh, the taste was distinctly you know uh, different. Dif- it was just distinct. Yeah, it was different. <laughs> so the taste was like something we could notice. Okay, ye dud alag hai. And okay. my parents did not enjoy the uh, taste of that milk in their chai. Chai is very dependent on you know the kind of milk you're using. So right, it is. That is something that did uh, affect okay. their choices, and हमें आदत पड़ गई थी. So we've always had that milk. Mm-hmm. But uh, a, a very brief thing about uh, guala, about the dood guala. Huh. So my my grandparents, my maternal grandparents, they lived all their life in Lajpat Nagar. Mm-hmm. But uh, actually, no. When they got married, they were in Jalandhar, and mm-hmm. from Jalandhar, when they moved to Lajpat Nagar, now that area had a lot of Jhangis, uh, Multanis, uh, and other people post partition because it was a colony that was formed after uh, by the government after the partition to mm-hmm. uh, provide housing to all those people. But my 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 grandparents came from Jalandhar. They were living there, and then my nani. in the morning at around 4:30 started noticing somebody saying kheer ghinwanjo and she would be like who's making kheer and talking about it at this hour uh-huh and then finally she asked her neighbor like uh, a few days later that i hear this every day what is this kheer ghinwanjo uh-huh. and apparently in multani kheer means milk Oh, and Ginwanjo is probably like milk, dood lelo. <laughs> that's oh, sort of that's really interesting. Yeah. I um, I should check. I follow a couple of people on Instagram, you know, from my Punjabi yeah. project, oh, and yeah. they do share vocabulary from different parts of Pakistan and you know, Multani, Sindhi, and all that. Maybe I should ask them. That's really interesting. So okay, so that's their story about. Uh, you know milk early in the morning and jitender is still yeah. your dood your parents dood wala and does he come oh, on yeah, a motorcycle Jitendra. with like the uh, with the you know big canisters hanging on the side like does he come like that right he does okay. even his son comes sometimes okay. who's who's finished his schooling and all that sometimes he would come i see interesting the so, only thing that's changed right now is that uh Uh, 20 years ago jitender didn't have like headphones from his phone 
or wasn't on call on times he didn't have a mobile phone like right, that right right that is the thing that's changed that jitender is now always on his phone oh. he's high tech now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that takes away the interpersonal thing right like otherwise you come you are just focused on the person in front of you now you're talking right. to so many different people maybe all of them waiting for mm-hmm. their milk um yeah in my parents house things have been kind of transition i think they tried out a couple of uh doodwalas wherever they lived because they lived in a few different places but eventually they decided ki the milk cooperatives you know they just started buying that milk so mm okay when they lived in rajasthan the milk cooperative was called saras uh so we eventually switched i remember in school yeah uh, we switched to just getting milk from saras and there was mm-hmm. like a neighborhood uh kirane wala who also used to do milk so you just tell him how much you want and he would either deliver it if he's running late just go pick it up it wasn't too far in hyderabad there's vijaya so in andhra there's vijaya dairy that's their state thing Now my father lives in Bhopal so they have Sanchi which is named after the Sanchi stupas but one interesting oh. actually two interesting dairy stories so one is uh, heritage in Andhra Pradesh and that's run by uh, Chandrababu Naidu he started it mm-hmm. back in the 90s so he's the politician who was who's also chief minister for Andhra and uh, heritage is also very good quality really good quality milk good quality milk products and then in mm. punjab my grandparents there was some very enterprising still is there are enterprising local dairies that have transitioned because consumption i guess is high or you know demand is high whatever they transition very early on from these from this motorcycle delivery format to actual empo format so they would have oh. these a driver driving and they would have a little tempo like a covered you know i guess the closest approximation is like a pickup truck but it's just a more indigenous design and so in the back they would have huge uh, big uh, containers of milk and uh, delivery people sitting in the back and they would just stop and deliver it from there uh, so straight early morning the milk you know cows have been milked and it's coming straight to you from there so that was another new format ye yeah, acha this is nice very neat and clean and no single guy That's on nice. a motorcycle yeah so uh, our relationship to uh, at least in my parents house the to cooperatives is pretty long and steady <laughs> we've relied on those for a long time yeah like i wasn't unfamiliar with it my hmm. grandparents always got that uh, they always got they did try out their fair share of gwalas as well hmm. and uh, they wanted to get cow's milk instead of bhais wala doodh Hmm. And uh, so yeah, they they eventually switched completely to packet mother mm-hmm. dairy, mm-hmm. Which, and there was a mother dairy which is uh, I think also part of the. I think it is it has both right. It has suffle, and mother dairy has suffle and which is uh, fruits and vegetables, and it has milk. It's its own milk, and then there is amul. So I don't okay. know their relationship. <clears throat> it is a cooperative. I don't hmm. know their relationship, but they must be under the. National Dairy Board of India and DBI, so no, they are all over. Yeah, could be or or yeah. I I know like every state has its own cooperative. So I don't know if the hmm. state cooperatives all come under NDBI. Do they all come under that? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, मुझे अभी ध्यान आया है. You remember that that vessel when they take out milk hmm. from their canisters, the doodwalas. उनका बड़ा डोलू होता है. Difference आ वो होता है. क्या होता है? डोलू उसका नाम डोलू होता है हाँ हाँ मेरे को तो यही याद है कि उसको डोलू डोलू ही होता है लॉन्ग हॉरिजॉन्टल सॉरी वर्टिकल बट मुझे तो यही याद है Well, measure it. It's essentially a measure of the milk. Okay, so we checked this with a trusted source. I picked up the phone and called my mother. My mom also picked up the phone and called Jitender. Jitender, us barton ko kya kehte hain jisse tum doodh dalte ho? Madam ji, usse liter kehte hain. Jo chota wala hota hai, usse aada liter kehte hain. 
ऑफ कोर्स ही हैड इज ओन सेट ऑफ क्वेश्चन अबाउट वाई माई मॉम वो सडनली इंटरेस्टेड इन द लीटर मेजर दैट स्टोरी फॉर अनादर टाइम ओ एंड दैट डोलू दैट कानिका मैंशन है इट्स द स्टील और मेटल मिल्क कैन और वेसल विच कम्स विद हैंडल क्वेट कॉमन इन आर हाउस होल्ड्स अंटिल द एडवेंट ऑफ मिल्क इन पैकेट्स Now back to our chat. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that that rings a bell. Yeah. But yeah, what happens when the dood wala comes? What happens? What's the activity like in your house? Ah, the first thing is the packet milk comes. Uh, so clean the packets because the packets can be a little dirty or messy or whatever. Just clean them quickly, empty them into a big enough patila, which is, and then put them on the stove to boil. Put it on the stove to boil. Hmm. and so that that's the first activity and uh, and don't leave the don't leave the kitchen stay there ha ha yeah just turn it really low so that if you're doing something else it's not going to spill over boil over and uh, my grandmother my nani has these uh, coasters these glass coasters that she got so i think again from germany you put them at the bottom of your vessel that you're using to boil okay and when it's mm-hmm. reaching that boiling point the because of the activity the glass starts mm-hmm. uh you know quivering and moving so it makes a noise so that calls you back okay. yeah and then so then you know ki oh it boil hone wala so that's just that's so that's interesting she is very she's all about efficiency so she bought wow. this i guess back in the 60s when they went to germany and she's been using it ever since उसकी सारी वो boiling process i mean i always did think once we started getting this cooperative milk and you know you go you study all this in school also i don't know if you remember mm-hmm. in your science curriculum until 10th right, you tenth. yeah you study why milk is boiled and the whole process of mm-hmm. pasteurization and all of that mm-hmm. so you do wonder ki ye sara it's all been pasteurized why are we doing it again mm-hmm. right <laughs> right like why are we doing it again but i i i think it's a force of habit but do you do it now like i will come to the process and i have i made notes you know before this mm. and i made a flow chart okay of what happens yeah but yeah before that do you do that now as an expat in the usa no not at all do you boil milk no i only <laughs> i only do it when i want to make ha huh, only when i want to make dahi i'll boil it and then only if i want to make uh, paneer then i boil it to uh, that's it but not for general use like for my same here yeah. because yeah. it is all pasteurized and i'm not getting malai so you know <laughs> if you really want to get that's the that that's the attraction i think if you really want to get malai and stuff yeah but that also changes with homogenized milk so packet milk is homogenized milk hmm. and that often people say that it doesn't yield as much but then you could have different kinds of milk it might be low fat or hmm. toned as it's commonly known in india hmm. but that's that's just one thing but uh, even i don't boil milk anymore unless i'm making paneer or kheer or uh right dahi. Right. And for dahi, I definitely have to boil it. Like, hmm. Otherwise, it doesn't work here. Hmm. But so obviously, malai is something that people are after. But why are they after it? Because I think most households do make ghee. My parents still make ghee. Hmm. But uh, that's just I'm skipping a few steps. Hmm. What else comes out of it? Okay, yeah. So let's the go. Malai. So you you boil it and you let hmm. let it cool. 
and when you let it cool that's when the actual fat of layer sort of congeals and forms right on the top so that's your malai so there are two products hmm so the dood obviously you can go three ways this is according to my mm-hmm. flow chart, uh, flow chart. <laughs> there yeah. are three ways uh. you can drink it as is or use it whatever way in chai or whatever there is the dahi root you can boil it and you you already boiled it you you made dahi out of it dahi ki lassi ban sakti hai jo bhi hai kadi ban sakti hai jo bhi ban sakta hai Uh, that is another story i i in in my flow chart after lassi and dahi i i i put an infinity sign but ye to tum bahut aage chali gayi na to nahi aage nahi chali i'm i'm just getting away with the milk part because okay. i want to we I, i want to talk with you and you tell me about the cream part the uh, last thing for the milk is paneer okay yeah. that i've written theek hai and paneer ka aage sweet ya savory use hai but ha coming uh, back to cream Huh. what is next after cream so what is yeah next is so in our house and uh, i think any like at least the family uh, households all of them they keep collecting malai so you keep collecting it every day every day every day and i love the process of lifting malai from the milk so in my household like yeah. my uh, nani i don't know if my nani i've seen my dadi do it my nani also i think you just keep you just wash your hands properly and then just lift it with your hands because it's it's such a nice heavy thick layer because spoon right. won't se karne lagoge then you'll get a lot of extra milk so you don't you know and also your fingers act as a natural straining device they will strain the extra <laughs> milk so i love that i love the feel of it it's so soft so yeah it's it's kind of soft yeah you made me think about how satisfying that was to do and and notice how the top layer of the malai if undisturbed is just completely dry and the bottom is just oh pillowy soft and oh yeah. lovely so wo side side mein bhi lagi hoti hai thodi bahut to usko wo knife se peel karte the like that was a common use of the butter knife <laughs> side se peel karni hai and then lift it you out know, again Recently, I told my mother I just made her switch to silicon spatulas, ah. like to definitely include, and that really helps in this process now. Hmm. But yeah, बहुत आवाज करते थे अगर my mom would use a chamcha, it will be like so annoying against uh, the, the steel. patila, steel yeah. patila. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that is hmm. another story. Yeah. So what happens then? So <laughs> they keep, so they like keep that? collecting the malai. I would depend करता है क्योंकि जैसे my grandparents were uh, so जो उनकी dairy है local dairy वो उससे ही लेते थे दूध अभी अब पता नहीं क्या करते हैं my parents on the other hand would get this cooperative milk so if you're getting two percent and maybe you're mixing one packet of full fat in your two percent का पूरा कोटा so the quantities of malai vary right and uh, right. depending on how soon your dabba of malai gets full then it gets converted into ghee typically because makkhan thoda kam use hota tha but my mm. grandmother dadi and i think even my nani will typically also like if they want to make makkhan i think they'll order extra milk from the daily ah, consumption okay. and mm. then they'll make uh, makkhan with it because that's a entirely different process but malai mm. can lead to ghee because once you've collected right. enough malai and then you cook it you can get ghee mm. Mm. right yeah i'm sure like most listeners are indians if they're indians they would be very familiar with this this entire process and then as kids i remember jab ghar mein ghee ban raha hota tha i used to hate the smell <laughs> Yeah. Now I don't mind it as much, but yeah, it depends on I think how old it is or I don't know what it is, but uh yeah, so malai se makkhan nikal sakta hai, but buttermilk is also a byproduct from that makkhan process. Yeah. Aur hamare yahan bahut kam banta tha hmm. uh makkhan. Hmm. But then it was just easier I think for my working mom to just put hmm. it all on the in a huge kadhai on the gas and usko halke pe rakh do and then it starts melting and then you keep stirring it and it would take her like she would start in the evening mm. and then just let it be half done in the night mm. and then restart it 
so uh, then in the morning i think by whatever morning time it would be done okay. and then the entire process of straining the milk solids and uh, hmm. you know extracting the entire ghee and it would take a while for all that hmm. yeah so i think in my parents household they did it in small batches so it was never like a huge hmm. you know one time project to jitna ikattha ho gaya to thoda sa bana ke use kar liya ya jo bhi and uh, yeah but my dad nani makes ghee in fact there was some person who really loved her ghee so he said main aap se hi lunga aap hi bana ke do mujhe she was actually okay, giving him ghee yeah it was like a little side project for her <laughs> nice. i think she stopped That's doing nice. that now so um acha mujhe kuch yaad aaya tha but now i've forgotten anyway we'll come back to it ha so the smell the smell of ghee the smell of ghee sorry hmm. and I think that does irritate a lot of people. I've noticed so many people like they want to use ghee in their food, but then they have so many questions. Ki why does it smell? What do you do? Is there a certain like ghee is going to smell? It is a milk <laughs> product. वो milk solids जब burn होंगे अगर आप तड़का भी लगा रहे हो, जब आपका ghee अब जैसे winters में तो ghee solidifies. and when you put it mm. in to melt it and you know if if you burn it it will start smelling so you have to be careful the right. milk solids yeah i don't mind that i never uh, was like uh, put off by that right. it is okay like cook ghee but then when the malai started melting is when the smell was hmm. sort of overwhelming for me and i was like open all doors and windows <laughs> i can't take this anymore so that is when that happened and yeah but, I, uh, uh, yeah i think i, I wanted to just make a comment then, for i don't know how many uh, people will find us who are not indians and i yeah. have often uh, you know noticed there is a huge distance in the western world especially in the us i don't know if it's still true of europe but in the us there's a big distance between the food that we eat and how it's produced so people have forgotten mm. processes like these these are very simple and they're everyday right. you know things that happen in an indian home or used to i'm not i don't know of a contemporary house now like how much of this is happening but in the houses that we grew up in it was pretty common so you know if we milk is milk and we also mm. get it through some you know whether it's a cooperative which is industrialized or if it's a local farm which would be the equivalent here like a local farmer giving you milk malai is just cream and right. makkhan is your homemade butter and ghee is your clarified butter and you can actually make all of this on your own you don't have to go buy it in a store and we almost never Correct. bought it at a store except makkhan i think even in our house we used to buy it off and on because my parents mm. weren't really making too much makkhan at home or had the time mm. or had the inclination but malai was ghar ki and if you had a recipe that said you need cream say you're making a certain cake or you're making a certain dessert then you sometimes might go and buy it buy and it's kind of difficult to source like back in the 90s right. it was not easy to source a can of cream or like a, you know no you have to go pack. to a dairy yeah yeah and in living in uh, noida we were lucky to have because that's an area hmm. uh, where noida is in uttar pradesh and uttar pradesh has a lot of dairy farmers and a lot of uh, yadavs hmm. who whose traditional uh, uh, business has been of of you know mm. milk mm. and we used to have a lot of dairies around and then we always had very nice uh, access to very nice uh, uh, products like paneer mm. and uh, malai and all that and yeah. fruit cream banani hai and that was a dessert at the time but right. now i can't think of having that but yeah uh, <clears throat> all that yes but but coming back to the ghee process i just have one more thing What did you guys do, or did you do anything with the strained milk solids? Did you ever use that, or was that of any? I don't think so. Relevance? No, I don't think okay. so. Yeah, I think I remember what you're going to say, but <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we used those milk solids, and only if they were like not too overcooked, and if they were okay, if they were just light brown in color, 
uh, my parents would, my mom would just use it with, uh, <clears throat> add some whole wheat flour, which is atta, and some sugar later to make a panjiri, which is like a small fudge sort of a thing. And you just set that on a plate and then once it's set, you just cut it. So it's like a small fudge. What is really nice about it is that how toasty mm. uh the whole wheat flour when it was toasted it was be it, it was really nice and you know nutty and earthy probably and caramel rich because of the ghee hmm. yeah very caramel like so that was a delicious dessert or a treat for us hmm. uh, but they, we didn't always make it sometimes the house help would take it and she would just add sugar and then you know she would take it back home as hmm. dessert for her kids hmm. but yeah Panjiri was really yum nice. <laughs> at the time. Yeah, I don't and it's remember. different from that panjiri with dry fruits. It's not ha, the same. Ha, this ha. was also called panjiri. Oh, okay. I don't remember having it. No. Okay, so the other things. I mean, we've done the malai makhan bit and ghee. Uh, one other thing is khoya or mava hmm. also. And that's like so often when we were making, uh, you know, Gajar ka halwa or gajrela, when we were making that, that's the one recipe where we did add koya. And uh, mm. often, you know, if you don't have it or if you have, if you don't want to use store bought koya because you're not sure whether it's pure or not, then we would cook down the milk and make koya out of it. But uh, mm. very rare, very rarely made at home. I don't know if you guys okay. made that. No, we never did that because I know, I think a lot of <laughs> your yeah, cooking, uh, like the choice of what is cooked in a house also depends on the uh, the cook, mm. person who's cooking. My mother has typically not been fond of uh, mava. Mm -hmm. So even now when we <laughs> at home make uh, gajrela, mm. we don't add mava to it, mm. uh, khoya to it, mm. but my dad likes it. Mm. And now my bhabi quite likes it. Mm -hmm. So now they'll get it and then mommy will be like, fine, I'll put it. So, you know, like all the talk like you were mentioning of uh, getting things from a local dairy, like if you had to source khoya and other stuff from a local dairy. I remember there was one dairy in Jodhpur and it was uh, a treat to go there. Like it was a little far away from our house. It wasn't close to our house, but we used to, uh, it, and it was called Dood. And we would go there especially to pick up paneer because their paneer was so soft and moist. And uh, while we would we'd be there, we'd also then get some dahi from them. And he had this uh, always mm. at the counter. So this one man who was always sitting there and pretty heavy set like a typical lala, if I may say so. <laughs> Because that, yeah. yeah, that's an easy way to describe someone like that. Um, I would have a huge parat and with really thick set, very nice set dahi. And it looked so good. Mm. So that was one memory. Yeah. yeah, it was such a treat. Yeah, it was. And you know, like this reminds me of, of course, in, in episode one, I think I mentioned the lassi mm. made in Punjab and how it's so typically thick. And on top of it mm. is a layer of malai. Mm. On that malai from the dahi, I think. And that's really delicious. And that is something I remember seeing also in old Delhi. Mm -hmm. And you do get that sort of lassi and you do see those sort of uh, parats with like a lot of dahi. And even if they take out a chunk, it just stays like that. You don't see any way. You don't see any water from that dahi, which happens in our house, I think. When we... Mm disturbed uh, like I think you mentioned it uh, like a colony of the <laughs> colony of bacteria right so when you take a scoop out of the heat that's homemade mm. it'll soon I think uh, after a while be filled up with the whey of the dahi yes uh, and then you know then as 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 you start consuming it it just fills up with that water the watery whey that's there and that's that's harmless that's actually not bad for your health and you can have it yeah but but it's you never saw that in uh dairies when they they would have these very clean cuts of the huh. dahi from that parat right that was just so fascinating and so tempting to look at yeah and i, I guess maybe it's also because they finish it in one day like you're only seeing that day's fresh yogurt 
Hmm. You're not seeing something that's right. from the last, you know, from the previous night or the last day. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know how much of like artificial stuff they use because I do know that uh, industrial production of yogurt, the culture is very complex. It's a hmm. cult. It's culture with a lot of other stuff put into it. So it's not just your plain yogurt culture that you might use at home. And, right, uh, yeah. right. Yeah, it is like one particular strain, I think, of uh, hmm. the the culture. But I was reading about it while I was writing that article on Dahi, and uh, there was, I think, uh, I I read something about uh, real world bacteria. So what's made at home, the jag and the jamun and the khatta, whatever you call it. Mm. all that has obviously been passed down or you got it from your neighbor or something it's survived so that bacteria like your sourdough Mm. is real world bacteria and that's like wild and that is i think also sturdy to Mm. make that dahi what i mean is that they want good looking dahi at all times they want rich dahi of course it depends on the kind of milk you're using it has to be uh, if you want that quality of dahi which is thick and creamy the milk obviously has to be thick and creamy Mm. and not that not to say that uh not that dahi from low fat milk won't be nice it'll still be nice but then that culture i think is Mm. that may vary sometimes we don't get good dahi from homemade uh, culture Mm. like like jamun khatta sometimes dahi nahi jamta acha and that is a thing that irks a lot of people but yeah there are ways to get around get get around that and there are a few tips right like the so the industrial production i mean the culture is kind of replenished you know it's it's new culture every time right i think the Mm. yeah so that is important um what was the other thing i was thinking about you know other milk products and another memory like your dad um i remember in one episode you we talked about how your dad loved to cook down milk to get khurchan <laughs> yeah right so um when we would make kheer my brother and i there are a couple of things that we learned early on we learned how to make tea so we became like easy mm-hmm. runners for for our parents and you know they were like chai peeni hai to jo bhi samne hai and and then the other thing we loved because we enjoyed eating it also was kheer we would make kheer also and the one thing that my brother I think was very particular about or I somehow have this memory I can check with him later is you know he was really insistent that he has to cut it good and when he cuts it you can tell because there are marks on the side of your vessel kahan shuru hui thi where you began and then how slowly you're going down and with each drop in level you're leaving a deposit of this milk dried milk on the side and we loved right. eating that so when it was and that is what khurchan is <laughs> yes and that is what <laughs> khurchan is it is so delicious and especially when it's right. sweet like after you i mean you could typically we we like in our house we would cook the rice for a long time in the milk before adding sugar mm. you don't cook it mm. down with sugar you cook you add sugar later but Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah that khurchan was so delicious and so i was just remembering <laughs> that that i have to mention it that there's so many different ways of enjoying milk yeah right which reminds me that in our house when somebody is sick hmm. when somebody has a uh like a coffin cold or something like that my mom would make uh, besan wala doodh which is yeah. supposed to be had at night you have it and then go to bed or you'll get thrashing no they didn't thrash <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying that that is how important it was you have hot milk and you sleep it will help you clear out your uh, nasal passages and all of that is but it wasn't always like that Hmm. I didn't like the aftertaste of milk on my tongue at night. I have to brush and all that. So no, that didn't really work for me. But then that is another delicious way of having milk is just like a spoonful of uh, gram flour uh, toasted, roasted hmm. in ghee. And then you just add uh, dry fruits and a splash of milk and then, you know, boil it a few times, add cardamom. It is delicious. So 
uh, that was something very frequently made during winter time or when somebody had a cup of cold or something like that yeah so we made besan ka sheera and um, it wasn't as thin as you are describing so you're saying besan wala doodh my mother would make besan ka sheera and it would also yeah. be it's because it's kind of thick and it has some ghee in it it has besan and of course milk and sugar so it would just coat your throat as you're drinking it has that tendency mm. to cling uh, and that was very soothing yeah, yeah. and uh, then i also remember chuare in the winter times so you you know each right. each person would get like one chuara in their glass mm. and hot milk and that was really nice i liked that i enjoyed that you know the end of it because you get that chuara and you can bite it and eat it and so chuara is mm. ch- i mean it sounds very much like almost like a chuha or something but <laughs> <laughs> it's a dried uh, date date Yeah, right. It's a dry date, and it rehydrates as it's sitting and gets really nice, nice and plump and juicy. But still has a good bite when you eat it. So right here in the UAE, I get like date milk. It's like 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 used we used to have elaichi milk. Hmm. यहाँ पे date milk मिलता है काफी. Oh. I've never had it. I think it'll be too sweet, so I never really had it. Maybe you can make some at home. Just try experiment with it. Like a date, yeah. you know, maybe yeah, a milkshake. But milk remember, shake. I don't like. Remember, I don't like milk. Yeah, me, so <laughs> uh, that's a lost cause. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm just thinking like all this talk of drinking milk at night. You know, there's such a there's like a moon milk kind of a revolution now, <laughs> and right. also yeah, like I think the West is catching up, and turmeric has become so popular. Everybody wants to use it, but I yeah, mean, we I can't. Yeah, we can't imagine our life without it, right? Like turmeric and. Dude is so common. Right. Even now, like my father, still drinks a small glass of small cup of milk and eats, uh, a, you know, like a piece of gourd with it at night. He oh, like he's nice. my grandmother and him. They both do it. Uh, so does almost ev- most people in my family used to do it. Maybe they're dropping that habit now. Hmm. But I remember everyone used to do that. So yeah my mom and dad have like a small cup of milk at night sometimes hmm, hmm. but not always but they were doing that pretty often i think if they have an early dinner and there's time between them uh, going to bed then maybe they'll do that but yeah all this we we counted a lot of stuff and you know this uh, obviously we started with talk of milk during our childhood and that reminded me of this very weird sandwich <laughs> which and which one <laughs> it was malai and chini ka sandwich ha it was to... so weird hmm <laughs> but i liked it <laughs> ha i <laughs> it's not weird for me so i don't know if it's weird yeah. for anyone else listening but uh, we used to do uh, malai and chini on like parantha so make a parantha and yeah. ispe bhi dal ke malai chini We used to make another thing, and that we did with dahi, not with malai, which was uh, sandwich bread, dahi, and lots of bikaneri bhujia, spicy bikaneri bhujia. Nice. And then another slice on it on top. That's delicious, and I still make it. Look, Priya Krishna is making dahi toast on Bon Appetit and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, all of us kids, I think, grew up doing such things, and like our parents with their ingenious. ways of making us eat things right have tried all sorts of things and that it comes from there so my husband he introduced me to dahi with haldiram alu bhujia okay. which is something i dismissed first time he did it in front of me i'm like what nonsense why are you doing this this won't be nice this will this is weird and then i had a bite and it was so yum yeah so that's a, so i introduced it to my husband and he had never had this and whereas in my household my parents would make it you know as a nice snack for us So, but we use uh, I use bikaneri bhujia. I don't use alu bhujia. I use bikaneri, okay. and the spicier the better. That's nice too. Ah, uh, sometimes yeah. I add something more to it, like maybe a chutney mm. or something. Um, right. Yeah, but like malai is this delicious thing that you can have on parantas, and so I do want to talk about you know just briefly like we've talked about all the ways in which milk gets processed in our households, but is this mm. whole uh, Concept of you know 
Punjabis ka khana cannot be done without ghee and butter. Is that really true? Like how much in reality on a daily basis, how much hmm. makhan do we actually use? Not anymore. And, and, and I say that for my parents as well. They also don't have as much makhan and whatever. So my parents do cook their dals in ghee, like the tadka mm-hmm. for dal. Tadka will always be in ghee. Mm-hmm. But then, no. Like, I, I, this reminds me again of that entire thing about Delhi restaurant food mm. being uh, the representative of Indian food and the makhani sauce. Mm. Makhani is buttery. Right. So, the butter chicken, the uh, dal makhani and all those things are fairly recent and post-partition stuff. And that's not something that is very uh that's not probably a representative i think of what punjabi food is there's so much more to our food of course certain traditional stuff does like a like a sarsoka sag with a knob of butter or uh ghee on top or something mm. is obviously it goes very well and that's something we have but that's something very traditional and that's something very seasonal as well yeah what it, do you think no i agree same here my parents uh didn't really ever cook in ghee or you know they usually cooked in some kind of cooking oil and then switched to olive oil also in between a few years ago uh, and tadka and everything was done in oil so they never had this uh, ghee wala tadka uh, except for maybe a few things that you're cooking you know if you're making like a mutton recipe one on the blog also is my dad's favorite so things like that then they would use ghee or if you're making halwas, yeah. all the halwas are made in ghee. So for things, you know, keep it for those occasions, but not for everyday cooking. And even butter. Like, uh, I think it was more when we, we were kids, like, I guess the use was higher. But not so much as adults and not really for my parents themselves, not as much. Like butter toast and stuff, not really. You know, they kind of gave up on that eventually. They did enjoy cheese. My parents always liked cheese. My mom was very fond of cheese. She loved a nice Mm -hmm. cheesy pizza. And she also liked, you know, cheese in sandwiches. So I don't know what your Mm. relationship with with cheese has been. But uh, we love cheese. I like cheese. So I now quite like cheese and there are I do have some favorite cheeses that I really enjoy and I would put those on a platter when friends are visiting it's been a year Hmm. I haven't done much platters (laughs) but (laughs) but then coming here I discovered feta cheese Hmm. which is also delicious salty briny but uh, I would I think add some cubes to my or just crumble some on my salad when I would pack a lunch for office Hmm. And uh, I would spread it on crackers or toast or something. So I like the spreadability of feta cheese. Mm -hmm. But then there are some others like old Amsterdam is something one of our friends uh, introduced to us. And I really love that cheese. So when uh, Vijay's parents were visiting last year this time, uh, dad really loved, uh, you know, the cheeses that he tried and Mm -hmm. then... Uh, he said, I'm going to take some with me back to <laughs> India. And why don't we get these in India? But then I see now with certain uh, very enterprising dailies mm. and all that in India, in North India especially, mm. I do see that they are making those kind of cheeses. They are making cheddar and uh, certain things, of course, in India using uh, right. what's, whatever is available there. So that, that's, that's really nice. I think there's a lot to be explored there. Yeah. Mm. Like, so growing up, our association with cheese, we actually ate a lot of cheese growing up because in uh, the army you have a ration and in the ration you get canned cheese. So it would mm-hmm. be from different places, sometimes whatever they could find, whether it's Amul or Verka or whatever. So this is, I'm not sure about what kind of cheese that is. So it's obviously, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something it's that... It's a processed cheese. It's a processed cheese, but like what kind? Because there's so many kinds that we now know exist in the world, which we didn't earlier. But we loved it and we would, uh, our mother would just maybe slice a veg or so. And that would be our like mm. evening snack. So we're back from school. And I remember we were in uh, Wellington, which is in the Nilgiris mm. in Tamil Nadu. And uh, come back from school and 
uh, you've done your lunch, done a bit of your homework, and you're going out to play. So you get a wedge of uh, the cheese, <laughs> and you just eat that <laughs> in your hand and go play. And there were crows. I remember. I have this memory of a crow trying to swoop down to grab that cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah. Crows can be aggressive. Yeah, crows can be <laughs> aggressive. So I remember all these canned cheese that we used to find, you know, I think the 90s that was very common and you could just grate those for your pizzas and use those. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember mozzarella, dried mozzarella cheese for pizzas and pizza bases also being sold hmm. and uh, local bakeries now there. Local bakery and they were very kulcha like in some way. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, that also. I don't remember mozzarella. So I just remember like, you know, Verka and all these people, other things, they all used to make a very standard kind of cheese. I don't uh, like. Melting cheese. And it was like processed melting cheese. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that sort of cheese was also there. But mozzarella, I think I remember from my early 20s. So that was pretty late. That's like the 2000s, yeah. Okay. That is when I started making stuff. Ah, Like Uh, in the 90s, uh, I don't remember it. No, that was, yeah. Ah, Amul cheese cubes or slices or can. That is what I also remember. But we never really have, we never had it as often. And uh, I think my parents didn't think too much of it or something over, didn't really try. Mm. So they never really initiated us into too much of that. But we enjoyed pizzas. We enjoyed such cheesy garlic breads and all those things when we went out to eat with them. Yeah. And and paneer is like technically, it's kind of a cheese. Although I think uh, equating it to cottage cheese is not quite accurate. It's not exactly a cottage cheese, but it's kind of a cheese and another it's cheese like curds huh. mm-hmm. it's like milk curds just pressed together and they haven't been processed further so you, I think you kind of stop the process hmm. mm. yeah I'm not very good in this theory but uh, <laughs> I remember another cheese that we had in Kashmir and I think that was okay. that's called Kalari um, I don't know if that's the pronunciation but like my dad was there and we were visiting him and it was, I remember it being a pretty tough and stretchy, like chewy thing. And and I think that's the fault of the cook, you know, of the cook, because it was cooked in a way that it's not typically cooked. So it was mm. in an army mess and their whole thing to do with it was to try, you know, use it instead of paneer. So, so to cook okay. it as they would cook paneer and that kind of toughened it further and, uh, you know, it wasn't the right way because I've seen recently like Anita Tikku from a mad tea party and I've seen some other people that they uh, just uh, melt it or toast it on a you know on a tawa or you know uh, on a griddle and then use the it. The paneer or the one? No the kalari the Kashmiri kalari. cheese so it almost okay. reminds me of a halloumi like how often if you serve okay. halloumi you kind of fry it or you know toast it on a griddle and then use it. So that's what I kind of understand it to be. But that's the other thing, because other than paneer uh, and kalari, which was just a brief encounter, I've never had another Indian, you know, cheese, cheese. I have. Oh, what have you had? So in DU, Hmm. I had some classmates, I had some, you know, friends who were from the Northeast. Hmm. And I remember after winter vacations, when we met and we were in a Western music society, we used to sing songs Hmm. and go for competitions. Hmm. Also came to your college. Oh, yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah. So, so my, uh, so this friend, I think she's from Sikkim and Ah. she is now a baker. Oh, yes. Imcha Adela. Yeah. Uh, So, so, so she... I think brought home, brought from home a sh- yak's milk cheese, oh, mm-hmm. and it was hard. Mm. It was dry, mm. and she says it keeps us warm. Ah. And you know that's like you have it, and then you won't feel cold. And it was winter time, ah. and we we took a bite, and it was just chew it, just chew it, and maybe we didn't have the taste for it. Yeah. But it was, some of us didn't like it. Some of us were like, hmm, okay. And I remember having a tiny bit piece and it was, it was uh, interesting. It wasn't, uh, you know, strange or anything. It was nice and it was like very, it was tough though. Hmm. It was very dry and tough. It probably has been preserved for longer and all that. 
that's, that was very interesting. That's my only encounter of a cheese-like thing. Nice, nice. That's like parmesan, right? Like parmesan is hard. And if you but वो फिर भी आप chew कर सकते हो even if it gets like a little crystalline you can still hmm. I love parmesan and grana hmm. uh, padano and all those things now we're going into another time, actually, <laughs> yeah we should come back to our dood malai हाँ but this one was hard that's what I'm saying it was actually like not like gum but you had to chew it you had to work it in your mouth to just let it be Okay, interesting, interesting. So there's a whole, there's quite a bit that we don't know about the cheese, you know, yeah, cheese making in cheese India. Cheese in India. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Right. So that I mean, there's more that we can go on about, but I think we can wrap it up. Mm. This is the last episode right. of this season, and right. it kind of does. If you listen to the whole season, if you haven't heard it from episode one, you should. because you'll get a sense of how contemporary punjabis cook and we are children of the 90s so you'll kind of get to hear about things that we've grown up eating also i see that a lot of people indian uh, food bloggers or people who are in that space are bringing back things that they ate and they are bringing it to the world like priya krishna for example talking of the hito toast or whatever so yeah there's mm. so many things that we grew up eating like ghee and that the world is still you know adapting and all that so that's very interesting and it's good to look at it from that perspective from somebody who's actually you know lived through it not that we know like everything we know we can only we share our experience through this entire season and that's what it it's been a great journey for us yeah uh to actually also understand what why we eat what we eat and why we like certain things right now or we find familiar in other world cuisines so that's it's been a great uh, journey that way yeah it's been yeah i i agree with you 100% uh because the seasonality and you know why certain things were cooked a certain way to preserve their nutrition or to preserve their flavor or just to enjoy them while they are the best and in season i think that's been quite interesting it takes it uh, helps to pause and look back mm. to understand what's been done and why we do it so i hope everybody's enjoyed this did you have anything else to add about dood malai No, I was just thinking of all the mitais that come out of dood, but that I think we should keep for another day. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the next season. Maybe the next season. Yeah, I think dood for Maybe me. We'll pick up a few things. Yeah, we started with one jingle, dood the wonderful. There's another one that I remember, which is uh, uh, Amul's jingle. Ki sir, to sirf bahana hai, papa ko kulfi jo khana hai. So let's go out for an Amul ice cream. and the amul yeah, girl yeah, yeah. like they've had a huge impact on our creative and you know uh, yeah they've been part of the pop culture space yeah. of uh, 90s kids and even they they exist till now yeah yeah so that's as fascinating yeah yeah so you know a, a little bit about uh, just one thing about one last thing i think from my side about that do 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 jingle it came out in 1996 i was just reading and they wanted to make it because post liberalization when coca cola and pepsi and all these play- people had come into the space kids were very attracted to towards these sugary drinks and uh the dairy board decided to make milk cool again and that that's how these this entire campaign came and it was a total hit and it was in english Yeah. Hindi and English. Yeah. And uh, with people of all ages, with very familiar faces from the ad world, from the TV world, dancing and you know doing mm. things, and it was just very heartening and sweet, and you know that sort of captured uh, what what it what you could do with you know it just it's just a part of our diet. It it has always been a part of our diet. Mm. A lot of Indians still don't know that they're lactose intolerant. They could be lactose intolerant. <laughs> But yeah. do 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 do. They just love that, love and that's just something that is 
part of our upbringing i think us 90s kids at least yeah it worked it completely worked because in the summer holidays going to my grandparents house they would they would stock colas like they would get you know my grandfather would get a whole crate of coca cola and keep it and uh, we would wow. cool it in batches in the fridge and we were only allowed like one a day and if it's a bottle maybe three or four of us however many kids there were would share it but you were allowed endless supply of milk like there was no stopping you from drinking milk right yeah right and so and that worked i will still koi bachcha mangta tha dukh aise um ha like my brother was not very was fond of it matlab yeah i guess koi mangta nahi hoga but koi jab milta tha to peena to padta tha to You know, you ha, you, you had to drink it, and I think that uh, that jingle did its job because I mean I I would still prefer milk or something like that over a cola any day. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it worked for good, everyone. Good child, Kanika was a good child. So on that note, I think we should wrap up and uh, just remind you that. Uh, We are on SoundCloud. We are on Apple Podcast. We are on uh, Spotify now. So wherever you listen to your podcast, subscribe to us. Please rate us. Please listen to the rest of the season, and write to us if you have you know any ideas about you know how you use milk or any anything about any any of the other episodes. If you have any ideas, let us know at info at kitchenpostcards dot com and. Uh, Yeah, we'll No, we'll see you. We'll be back again soon. We'll take a short break. We'll think about what other delicious things we want to talk about. And uh, we'll be back soon. So definitely subscribe. You don't want to miss out on what we'll be coming back with. Right, right. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.